0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I had a a mate of mine ring up and talk to me about one of the episodes he listened to, and when we were talking, he mentioned something. I was having troubles trying to figure out what the baseline for my podcast would be, even though I thought I had it figured out in terms of the you know the three pillars and the you know the the strategies I had behind how I wanted to run it, guests, friends. so on and so on and he mentioned something about doing like a campfire thing like conversations beside the campfire we all know when you're sitting beside the campfire I know as well as anyone when we're at barbecue competitions and there's that campfire there we just stare into that that fire and and you got your mates or people beside you and you're just staring into it almost aimlessly and you just talk and things just come out and I thought maybe that could be a cool thing to do because everyone loves a campfire. Who doesn't love a campfire? We've got winter approaching. There's going to be many fires running around the house um, in the yards or in the backyards or out of camping sites. Everyone's going to have a fire going on. And, you know, imagine that. Imagine sitting with me, having a chat. No, no structure, basically just having a chat near a campfire, so to speak. It, it, it's it's a pretty cool baseline, if you ask me. I mean, my man, I'll call him G-Man because he's a pretty cool bloke and he listened to a couple of my shows and some things got to him and he, he thought, you're on the right track and I really enjoy listening to your voice. And I'm like, hey, that's some good feedback. At the end of the day, all I want to do is talk. And all I want to do is just talk about things that are current in our society, in our lifestyle, whatever's relevant, to what people are going through and you know like say for instance um addiction in whatever form that may be we all have uh some form of addictive personality i like to start off with the fact that i've got a a decent addictive personality whether that be a battle with smoking um or drinking or poor food choices um work habits there's an addiction there don't get don't don't get lost in addictions being uh altering uh well no they're all altering they're all they're all alter self um in bad ways most addictions i i don't i don't know if a, an addiction be, can be a good thing you can you can make it a good thing in your head but ultimately i think an addiction needs to be changed the word addiction needs to be changed to suit whatever is going on in your life. So if you're addicted to smoking, yes, it's a bad thing, but you're always going to battle with it in some way. Uh, you always lose that battle at some point. You just got to keep working at it and get more aware of what it is and why you do it. And is it benefiting you? I've been through that. I still go through it. I still have relapses, so to speak. Um, alcohol, similar thing. Why you do it? What does it give you? Uh, food. It's, sugar we all know a lot of shit and food it tends to make you feel good at the point of time of eating it and then after it of course you don't feel that good um, work well we're addicted to working because we've been indoctrinated into believing that that's what we need to do on on day to day basis to make money um, sometimes depending on what job you're in you don't have to work a full, da- full week uh, you can work really really hard for a certain couple of days and and put in some uh boundaries in place through your employment whether you you know you're best performing with only three or four days and have a fifth day off you're you've got to work that out with your employer obviously when i quit my job i started my own business up and i get that freedom but with freedom comes uh challenges because you can easily go well you know what i'm doing my own stuff I can do my own stuff now. I'll go out and have those drinks with those friends. And you have a great time, but the next day like nudging alcohol, it's not necessarily a good result in the end. You struggle to remember the awesome night you had because the shitty day you've got ahead of you can sort of stop you from remembering the the, the good time that you think you had um, while drinking or smoking or whatever. Um, So with work, I don't know what setups you you have or what you can work out, but that can become a really big addiction in your life, and you will choose that over other things because that's just what we know. We're workers. We work hard. We put everything we into working. Um, addicting addicting yourself to exercise. I mean, yeah, that's a good thing, but if you don't monitor it, addicted addiction to exercise can can get out of hand too because. Remember, it, it doesn't affect just you. It can affect your surroundings. So say you're addicted to getting to the gym and you must get there and then Good Friday comes along and there might be a sauna connection to that gym. So you want to go. Now, I might be talking from my point of view because I love the sauna and I love doing my workout. And you go there and the sauna's not open because either it's public holiday and there's no one around to monitor so therefore they don't have it open at the time. And then COVID might come in and alter that too. You can't go in there and, uh, you know, um, uh, two people maximum, that kind of stuff. So when you when you get to those gyms, you start getting frustrated because you can't live up to that addiction that you would set for yourself. You know, we become addicts of exercise. We become um, addicts of clean living. And when you say if you don't earn enough money that week but you're – spending a certain amount to keep your health at a at a goal that you wanted what do you do then your brain starts getting into that anxious sort of state where you're just like well I just wanted to spend this much on food and didn't make this much this week and I've got to drop off a few other things but just look at the addiction side of it we're addicted to things that externally help us um I, I know a lot of people would say that Ex- external validation is not what we need. Uh, granted, I get that. We are what we are and who we are. And as long as you're okay with yourself, it's all good. But it takes a lot of training and a lot of um, dedication and discipline to keep yourself on that line. And it's easy to jump off it based on your surroundings or familiar past habits. You go somewhere, like I had a barbecue comp recently and I hadn't been one I've been to one for about two years. And when I got there, everything just comes flooding back in. The the, the the immense amount of people that you haven't seen in ages and you just you chat with them, you're like a family. But with that family, for me, comes drinking and there's also smoking involved. And it's easy just to fall back in those habits thinking, you know what, when I leave, I'll just uh, brush it off and go, that was a great weekend. It's never that easy for me. Um, I wish it was. It's a it's it's a battle. It's always gonna be a battle. Life doesn't have to be a full battle, but you've just gotta be aware of those 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 hurdles that you come across. And when I went to that barbecue comp, yeah, I had some smoke, I I drank, we did really well, we had fun, it was good and when you left the sun was shining, but there was just that thing over your head where you like that addiction was there and now you might want a little bit more of it and then a week later you find yourself edging yourself towards those old habits that you used to have and then the the addiction is is lingering. It's really it's a tough it's a tough topic to talk about. And I reckon if I can produce a campfire type conversation with some friends, or just even myself, campfire, I can do a campfire with myself. I'm doing it right now. Campfires allow us to talk freely amongst friends or whoever's around us at the time because there's always normally alcohol involved and that opens us up. It's like that social lubricant that I've talked about in the past. And it it just gives us another way to communicate. And with the way the world's going, I think communication is all we... It's not all we have left. It's just the the only medium or platform that we have left that is communication between each other that is real and authentic. So when, when I put this out there, I know you, you guys are listening to me and you're understanding that there's always some form of addiction that we have to fight through and talking to other people about it is great. A lot of people won't talk to them because it makes it real in your head. It's just an addiction. When you talk to someone else, it makes it more of a, more of a thing like, Oh shit, I've just told someone what's going on and now they know, so maybe I have to do something about it. I think you can you can handle your addictions if you think about them enough for them to become a problem. That 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 to me is baseline for addiction. Everyone has, I don't I mean I don't do the heavy stuff, okay? I don't do chemical stuff or whatever, but I know there's people out there that do it and the world is more accepting of it now because it's easily, fairly easily available, whether it's pure or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But it's one of those things that it it just, oh, it's hard to grasp. It, it, it can be controlled if you're aware enough to understand it doesn't align with you. But at that time, it might have, just been a universal um test you'd say you know say you sit at home and go, oh, wow, I had a great day today did everything lawns mode did this did this did that great I deserve a treat now I understand those treats they will get you back into that addiction phase, but you you believe you you deserve it, and I think you just need to <sighs> be aware, sorry for that. That was a big sigh in the mic. I think awareness, I just, I can't, I can't shake the whole awareness thing. I think that is one key, key ingredient to life is being aware. Aware that what you do affects your kids. Aware what you do affects your body. Aware what you do affects your partner or your life or your work. Just, just be aware of it. Doesn't mean you need to fix it then and there. Be aware that it's harmful to your health. Be aware that it affects your money you're spending um god i'm addicted to watching tv i'm addicted to watching movies netflix uh disney all these streaming devices are now becoming so easy for us to grab that we become addicted to how we consume entertainment that is an addiction in itself be careful how you use it because i might scroll through netflix and disney and find a movie i haven't I can't find a new movie. So I'll go into Big Pond. And I'll oh, there's a new one. I'll buy that. Cost me six bucks. And I just got it for 24, 48 hours or whatever. And then it's gone. But it's like that hit. You get that hit of, yes, I get to watch that. And then when you finish watching it, you're like, oh, can't believe I did that. But at the start, before you bought it, you were aware that it was going to be the same end result. So when I preach awareness, I suppose I'm preaching the ability to understand that you might need to change some things and eventually you will. There's a hard line approach. You go, Hey, it's not good for me. Let's move on. Let's do something else. But old habits, indoctrinated habits, die hard, whatever we've grown up with. um, As I said earlier, indoctrinated habits into working, you must work to survive, to provide and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay but not at the expense of your own life or or everyone around you. You might want to think, okay, I will have another crack at it next week or tomorrow. I think it's just a case of running that race and giving it your best shot every time you have another go. Connecting with other people, talking with me, talking with other um, friends that might be in phone uh, connection or podcast or Facetime, on whatever I I like to believe that we have that ability to be self aware to be able to look within ourselves and go okay I don't need this today it's not easy to do but the more you practice it the easier it becomes right I like to think that addiction is always going to be there um, you can get it an addiction to your your most favorable habit in the future, uh, the ice baths when I was doing it. If I had an ice bath, I'd jump in there every day, but then you've got to ask yourself why you do it every day. It's because you become addicted to that feeling of power, willpower, not power, willpower, sit in that bath and go, yes, I'm going to sleep well tonight because I've just acti- activated a heap of shit and melatonin and whatever. I'm going to go sleep well. But you start doing that every day and then you become addicted to the ice bath and if someone gets in your way of that that process you're gonna it's gonna affect them so or affect your your lawn mowing capabilities or the house cleaning capabilities or the work capabilities you're gonna go oh no i need to get home to the ice bath is what i do addiction was within us constantly habits within us constantly good or bad you make the choice but just be aware of when you make them that there's always a reason for you to change it Uh, just minutely. I think I learned that uh, Atomic Habits is a book that I was listening to on audio and um, I think it's the aggregation of marginal gains. So altering your capabilities by a small percentage over a, like over a a um a certain amount of things. So instead of – so say, okay, hypothetically, get up in the morning, i make my bed. All right, so I'm going to get up tomorrow morning, make my bed at 5. And then the next day you get up and make your bed at uh, 4.59 and then 4.58 and then 4.50 and then so on and so on. And then that becomes a new habit where you make your bed earlier than you started to, to do it. So therefore, the marginal gain, in effect, is changed. You've, you've altered it, not by just doing it straight up, but by doing it bit by bit, very small, less same way people try to quit smoking. I've always thought that if you quit smoking, you just cut the habit straight up. But then you'll take up a new habit in some other shape or form. But by altering it 1% every day, means down the track you've altered it 30% so on. If you do the math, it, it kind of works out. That book was really good, uh, Atomic Habits. I can't remember the author. It's on Audible. Audible. And it was, pre- it was pretty cool. It's, it's stuff we already know. It's stuff you know. Uh, life, is, life is one massive habit and we can change it anatomically um, or atomically if you implement those small little things i just wanted to talk about addiction because i think it's just one of those those things that we use and it's a word that probably could be changed like mindset like um or mindset it's not really a thing because mindset means you've set your mind on something i like to think of other things when people say oh it's a massive setback it's not it's like a setup because a setback means Negative connotation is backwards. Uh, where if you say, "Oh, I've just had a few setups this week," and they'd be, oh, other people would be interested in hearing that. What do you mean setups? It's like, oh, well, it's just a couple of things that I've run into, and it sort of set me up to to alter my my course of action. I had a couple of setups with my plumbing business. A couple of little legal things that I've got to go through, or not legal, but more uh, legislative things that I've got to go through, and it's going to take some time, and it massively changed my my course that I was going down it hurt me I'm not gonna lie it hurt straight up to know that all the hard work that I've done in a quarter of a lifetime or a quarter of a century just seems to not agree with the governing bodies and that is something I have to deal with and I've submitted a lot of things and now I'm trying to move forward and gain work look for other opportunities while maintaining my my health which is hard because they all circle around the this new addiction of improving my lifestyle. And when things don't go the right path, it's very easy to break habit and go back to the dwelling thoughts of, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, your podcast is not going anywhere, whatever. It's really easy. It's so much easier to dwell on the negative. It's so powerful. And I'm not trying to give it that, amount of power hence the reason why i'm talking to you fine folk is that i believe you've probably all gone through the same thing it's addictive to be negative i've been there i've felt it but i've felt the power of the positive addiction it's just it's a never-ending thing and i think awareness awareness is sort of you know when i start feeling that way i'm aware that i'm going that direction and i have the ability to alter it so on and so forth So. I'm working on those, um, on recorrecting the path that I was going on. And like my coach has uh, put out a new program called Project You. It's a 12 week extensive nutrition, mental, and physical program, which I'd love to be a part of. Um, I haven't looked fully into it because I'm still trying to implement all those tools that I've learned through the program that I did earlier on. And as I said, it's always it's always evolving. You just got to monitor it. Life is one massive monitoring program. Um, you, you just you got to keep at it. I don't think anyone has the answer straight up. And if they do, they're probably lying. If someone says, I've got everything on track, everything's going great, it's good, there is always something else that they need to work on. You need to constantly work at it. That's just it. Addiction can be easily grabbed. Um, It's up to you whether you are aware of why you're addicted to certain things and then also aware of how to alter it. Um, But if you just let it consume you, then, yeah, you're going to go down that path. And we don't want that, people. You don't want that. We don't want to go down that path of the things we used to do. You don't want to go. You know what? Fuck it. I need to work all the time, so I'm just going to keep working. That's just the way it is. The kids need to be happy with that. Everyone needs to be happy with my work schedule. All right. Or you go. I'm just going to get drunk all the time because it's just easier. I'll work my ass off so I can have money, so I can drink, and then I'll start again on Monday. Blah blah blah. Smoking's the same thing. Bad eating habits are the same thing. But at the end of the day, just keep stock of what you have. Understand why you're doing it or where you're going. It's pretty lasered eh, lays it out there for you. I, I notice it. As I said, I, I I jumped on the smoke, so I had some drink I drink and I ditch it here and there and it gets better and better and then it goes backwards because you just we gotta live too, right? I mean this is the hardest thing is that we've got to live and we seem to think that those things are one hundred percent on the side of living. Yeah, it is at the time of living, but mentally uh physically and from a health perspective they're not very good for us at all Uh, I'm, i'm loving my carnivore stuff and even though i jump off the wagon when i go back i generally just keep eating carnivore so i know i've implemented that in my life enough to know that that's the only way i eat i just struggle when it comes to like easter and chocolate comes around or whatever and you just want to get into that stuff but is that because we're being indoctrinated to think that Easter is all about chocolates and that? Yes, of course it is. I'm not expecting that to change straight away, but just start thinking about those things and the more they gnaw at your soul or your body, you start going, okay, I need to do something about it because it bothers me. I think about it a lot. Reach out to someone, tell them, and they will question you too. They'll be like, oh, well, why do you do it then? You'll get defensive. And the defense is because you know they're right and you know within yourself it's not a good thing to do. I'm not telling you to drop it there and then. Cold turkey is not for the – it's for the – well, the strongest of us all can do cold turkey, but that doesn't fix the future problem. It's going to come back unless you put things in place and appreciate the hurdles that come along. Oh, man, it feels like one massive venting session when I talk about these things. I I think I did it with culture, uh, cancel culture the other night. I just want to put it out there. and. I think I'm getting there. I am think I'm getting close. I'm definitely getting close. I'm getting close to a real connection with what I'm doing with this podcast. It's, it's working and I appreciate everyone that listens to my show. And I hope that when you listen to this, it catches you in the same sort of position where you're just like, oh, I understand what he's saying. I mean, I might be a fucking idiot at some stages, but... I'm trying my best to just lay out what I feel when it comes to certain things, certain items in life that just give us the ultimate challenge. That's that's what it comes down to. The ultimate challenge, and are you ready for it? Challenges are there. We just gotta prep ourselves. Oh man, I tell you what, that just felt good. That was a full flow of twenty four minutes of just talking about campfire addictions. Let's just call it that. Campfire conversations with myself addictions. That actually good work. I don't know. See what you think. I ramble sometimes. Anyone who knows me understands that, but anyone who likes my voice might be interested in what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, next time I shall catch you on Project Chris. Today, my project was addictions. Um, very sort of un, uh, didn't really plan for it. It just started talking, and that's what I come up with. So, as always, thanks for listening, and I will jump on again soon with something else that might blow your mind. Who knows? Thanks, guys. Chat soon.